What is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast and live stream here on the Better Sports Network. I'm John Pemba with James Grande. James, I'm back. Little little bachelor party vacation uh, over. Uh, Howard Bender, thank you for filling in. Henry Wilson, thank you for filling in while I've been gone. But uh, it's back to talk some MLB baseball with you, man. And and don't don't. Uh... Don't forget about Dan Servadidio either. Dan he filled in today as well. That's true. That is true. He filled Old in Monday's in yeah, on the live stream for uh, for Monday. Yeah, Servo was Servo was a great host on Monday's live stream um, on a Tuesday slate. We missed you. Uh, your special shout out to Kevin Biggio worked out quite well. Yeah. I, I explained it to you before we hopped on here. Uh, you and Kevin Biggio together go together like you and condiments. They don't. I'm just kidding. Uh, like like a peanut butter and jelly, you and Kevin. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say, um, I was gonna say peanut butter and jelly. Listen, yeah, listen, Kevin versus certain matchups. I always throw him <laughs> out there. He's got some power. Uh, that's about all he has. So, um, uh, but, but we've uh, we've done pretty well. Just based off how the slates uh, shaking out, I caught a little bit of the, of the show uh, as I was coming back today, uh, and you know, we're, as we're sitting here recording on Monday evening, just watching the A's just dominate Jose Suarez. Um, you know, our guy Brett Rooker's <laughs> got two bombs already. Uh, you know, and and we you know we've been sneaky A's fans in certain situations been. this year. Um, you know, we'll see if we can pinpoint some of those uh matchups that we like here for Tuesday's nine game main slate. Uh Mr. Howard Bender will be on the playbook for this one. Uh so James, why don't we uh, why don't we get into it? Break us down. What are we looking for uh, when it comes to Vegas on this nine game slate? Yeah, heading over to Vegas. Um, let's look. So Atlanta looks to be the biggest favorite on the board. They send Charlie Morton to the mound, minus 240. I don't see a starter for Miami listed. Uh, they're starting Brian Hoeing, uh, who's getting called up, 26 years old. Removed from the 40-man roster. He's a 2-8 ERA at AAA, but... Has to face the uh, the Braves coming off 11 runs. That's a pretty tough spot for uh, hoeing there. Uh, but nevertheless, he is a big underdog minus or plus 200. Um, Jose Barrios and the Toronto Blue Jays minus 195 on the money line against the White Sox. Eric Lauer minus 170. Griffin Canning minus 180. Those are the f- notable totals we have or notable. Notable money line um, favorites we have. In terms of over unders here, Johnny, let's see what we got. Let us see. So, nine and a half once again in this Kansas City, Arizona game. It was 10 and a half on Monday, and it was a little surprising. Now, nine and a half. Brady Singer's definitely a better pitcher than Brad Keller. Um, Howard and Bender and I talked pretty extensively at the beginning of. Monday's podcast that like I don't know like it felt like too many runs implied for the Royals who are four and seventeen right. here um and and Arizona's a good offense but like still young and experienced uh interesting to see that Ryan that line back at nine and a half um nine runs eight and a half in some places in Wrigley Field uh the Padres are headed into Wrigley that's it those are the only like noteworthy environments we not uh i take it back nine and a half in toronto chicago 
Uh, Jose Barrios, Mike Clevenger, not expected to exactly be a pitcher's matchup there. John. Right. Uh, let's just get into it. We got nine games, got a lot of pitches to get to. Uh, we talk all the time. You work your way down uh, rotations. Uh, and some days we have slates like this where – uh, not to take away, obviously, from the guys at the top, Joe Ryan and uh, Justin Steele have been phenomenal uh, for most of this year, uh, coming off of some pretty strong starts, both of them up over 10K, but they're not your traditional names that you see priced up above 10K. You know, Garrett Cole, Max Scherzer, Jacob deGrom, not quite. You, you got Joe Ryan here coming off of a, a quality start outing against Boston, only three strikeouts in that game, but had back-to-back. 10 strikeout performances prior to that against Houston and New York. Uh, we have Justin Steele, one of your favorite pitchers uh, in, in DFS. He's coming off of another quality start outing, this time against Oakland, six innings, 105 Ks. He faced the Dodgers in LA, seven innings, two earned, eight strikeouts in that one. Uh, he's at home. He's got the Padres. Nestor Cortez in Minnesota is at $9,900 for whatever reason. Sean Manaya is $9,400 here against the Cardinals. That feels like a, a misprice here. Well, uh, look at you, you missed a, you missed the last Sean Manaya start. If you think 94 is a misprice. Uh, yeah. 99, 96, right. 99, 96. I didn't miss that. I watched it. Right. Right. Uh, it was, he's, I don't get it. And then you, you have, um, you know, guys like Lowers at $8,800, probably one of the more popular plays on this slate home against Detroit, but, um, talk about the top four here. I mean, I think we're just crossing Manea off here. Yes. Um, Ryan, Steele, Cortez, if you're ranking them, how do you feel confident in those matchups? So I feel pretty confident um, in Joe Ryan against the Yankees. The Yankees offense looks terrible. Um, with Without John Carlos Stanton, there's just no depth to this lineup. Um, every night, they're basically forced to use guys who just can't hit. Like Frenchie Cordero, you know, that period of time is over. He stinks. Um, every other player outside of Aaron Judge, like there's just no protection in this lineup for anybody. There's a 25% strikeout right to go along with it. That's only going to get higher. Um, after out, of, out of, of Yankee Stadium, too, where it's a better hitter environment and doesn't do them any justice. Yeah, and it's been 40 degrees every night in Minnesota. We had snow on Friday in Minnesota. There was 40 degrees in Minnesota on Monday night. Like, this is terrible uh, hitting environment. So cold Yankees team meets cold weather. That doesn't equal warming up. Um, So I I like Joe Ryan quite a bit, 10-5. Justin Steele has, like, a pretty tough matchup. Well, we said that against the Dodgers, and right. we said that against the Rangers, and he's passed every test so far. He has a very high ceiling because he has a lot of strikeout appeal. I like Nestor Cortez as well. I think Minnesota has looked better against righties this year, and I'd have to look at the stats to back that up. Let's see. OPS for Minnesota against lefties, 26th. So, and they also have a 28% K rate. So I was not wrong with my thinking. Um, I really like Nestor as the third kind of guy in this, but like maybe he's my fate. I would say both pitchers from that game are my favorite, followed by Justin Steele. Yeah, I I don't don't hate that. Um, Because Nestor's Nestor's been awesome as well. Like they're just very consistent thus far. Yeah, I mean, obviously there there are some guys in Minnesota's lineup we know hits lefties, Buxton and Correa. They got Polanco back. Um, you know, but for the most part, that lineup 
isn't as intimidating uh, as you, as you move on down. Uh, in the 8K range, we got we got a handful of guys here. Again, Lauer at home historically has been where we wanted to use him. Um, I know his last two starts on the road, he's been really good. San Diego and Seattle. Um, you know, really strong performances there. His first start, too. Actually, his three road starts this year have been great. His one home start was against a Cardinals team that, that cracks lefties. Uh, they got to him. But if you look at last year, splits, um, really good at home. Gets Detroit. We, we know we like this spot for Lauer. Uh, at $8,800. Uh, Blake Snell, Charlie Morton, uh, notable names here. And then we have Brian Hoeing making his debut start uh, for the Marlins. Not that it, we were probably looking to target him against uh, Atlanta. And then Berrios, as we mentioned earlier, he's got Toronto here, but he's been largely uh, a can with the exception of that most recent outing against Houston. Yeah, he's the White Sox, but yeah, same thing. Um, I think Lauer and Morton are probably probably two of the more popular pitchers on the slate right like does it feel like we need to get to the 10k range no right so just plugging lauer against detroit one of the best matchups on the board and then morton you know it's not the same as spencer strider but look what spencer strider just did to this marlins team who looks right. depleted offensively 24 percent strikeout rate going into the night against righties they're Bottom half of the league against in OPS, ISO, and WOBA too. Like bottom third of the league, rather. I love Morton, probably my favorite play. If Lauer, if Lauer and Morton are probably one A one B in terms of favorite plays that we've talked about so far, probably favorite plays on the entire slate. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Morton, you know the pitch can, pitch count's been a little concerning. He, uh, but I, I like that they at least let him throw the hundred and four pitches. Yep. Uh, so he has some ceiling, you know, but, uh, you know, 89 pitches in a 10-3 game. Maybe he just got the hook at 89 because 10-3. Um, they lost one nothing to San Diego. He got pulled to 85. He had three walks without diving into that one. Six complete innings. You know, maybe they just wanted to, because it was a close competitive game, go to the pen there. Um, I would like to see more pitches. I would love to see him get in the, in the 90s, but... Uh, you, you know, the six innings is strong there. So I'm with you, uh, Lauer and Morton for sure uh, in that range. We go under the 8K. Who's the uh, the notable start for you? There's certainly a lot of question marks uh, on this slate once we start moving down into the value tier. I don't know what happened to Brady Singer from <laughs> last year to this year because he was awesome last year and it was a breakout season and he's been dreadful thus far um and i kind of wish he wasn't because i would like to use him here um I, we like we both like arizona's offense but they're also very inconsistent um so a banged up christian walker i wouldn't hate brady singer but he's kind of been bad um griffin gas canning isn't terrible he's been okay in his first two starts back the first start was cut short 69 pitches then they let him go 100 pitches against the right. Yankees. Um, he is definitely someone I'm more interested in using against Oakland as opposed to like Jose Suarez. Oakland, you know, I'm not just saying it because we saw what they did on Monday, has guys that can hit lefties, right? Like yep. their top half of the lineup, what since calling up Jordan Diaz, getting Brent Rooker hitting fourth and Aguilar or Rooker hitting third and Aguilar in, hitting fourth. Though, so. 
Right. I'm just saying, like, they hit lefties well, right? Yeah. Canning is not – I they don't have that same lineup depth. Gotcha. Um, they don't have the pop versus lefties is what you're saying. Righties is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm saying the pop is kind of there um, against southpaws, whereas yeah. it isn't um, against righties. So I – yeah, I mean, I, I'm actually kind of interested in canning. Um, I mean, Oakland's... we saw how bad Suarez has been this year, and he was 15% rostered. So people Crazy. will continually target matchups against Oakland. Yeah, and and I think it's not a terrible idea long-term. Like, you'll probably be more profitable than not. But I think you should kind of pause when you have a subpar lefty in the mound. Like, canning, you know, back injury last year... I think he's a decent pitcher who's looked decent through two right. starts, Washington and the Yankees. And now he gets a bad offense. So, uh, yeah, I like Griffin Canning here, 64. He's probably my favorite. I don't know if you have anyone else. Um, Honestly, I, I don't. There's there's not there's really not much down here. Um, the Mason Miller kid is interesting. He throws every fastball over 100 miles an hour. Yeah, oh, that's what he said. So... He's, he, he's a two-pitch guy through <laughs> – over a hundred and then he throws a slider. So um he so he averaged, John, he averaged ninety-nine point three miles per hour on his fastball um in his debut. Yeah. And he <laughs> uh in that in that debut he got eighty one pitches in that one. So you know, maybe he gets a little bit more, four and a third, four hits, two earned, five Ks. The one walk is nice. Usually guys that throw that hard. Coming up for the minors, maybe right. they have you know uh, some control problems because he doesn't have an extensive minor league no. track record. Is what we discussed before too. He only had like a handful of uh, of starts uh, from Double A, right? Then he yeah. he got called up from Double A, I believe. Yeah, so uh, pretty interesting. He he <laughs> yeah, maxing out at 102 and a half miles an hour is his fastball there. So Same. yeah, listen, uh, Angels, we know that lineup. We talk about it all the time. Uh, more potent versus uh, lefties, and once you get past, I don't know, Hunter Renfro, like there's that, <laughs> that bottom half of the lineup, not overly uh, appealing either. There, uh, catcher precision. Uh, Sean Murphy's now your most expensive catcher on a slate. Was tonight had a good night. Um, Wilson Contreras versus the lefty at forty seven hundred dollars. I think stack in St. Louis, in San Francisco is kind of a little interesting, but you know they definitely have guys that can mash against southpaws here. Um, and then it, there's just a bunch of injured players. So, I mean, talk to me about catcher. Who, are you looking to spend up or are we just taking whatever value is on the board for us here? I mean, I don't hate the idea of getting to any of these three guys. Um, I don't know who like hoeing is making his season debut at 26 years old, but he's looked good at triple a, uh, Murphy's looked awesome lately. Contreras has a good spot, but do, like I don't know. Forty seven hundred feels excessive. If this game environment is actually going to be good, I don't hate Salvi. Ryan Nelson looked pretty bad last time out, so he's okay. None of them like stand out right. that much. Like William Contreras homered, gets Turnbull. Alejandro Kirk was on base three times and gets. If we're, a, if we're not good. playing Lauer, um, Haas gets the lefty. Um, generally he's kind of sucked this year. He's like, I know. No, there's no like no power either, which is weird. Jan Gomes homered off Kershaw. He's got Blake Snell. Jan Gomes is the goat. 
I, the guy just is the goat. I don't know. I mean, and that's that could certainly be our spot, right? Like we we always just play him against every lefty, homering off Kershaw. I don't know why Blake Snell would really be any different here. I agree. Um, that's probably the. And then spot. Gabriel Moreno, if he's in the lineup again against Singer at twenty six. Sure, I think it's even an even better price than it was on uh, on Monday. Yep, I'm with you there. Uh, that is probably it for me though. Blake Siebel has some power from the left side. He'll probably be in the lineup against Woodford. Um, Alvarez homered the other day for the first time this year. Hits in two of his last three, if you want to go there. Yeah. He, um, Tice, Matt Tice, two of his hits. He has two hits this year. One is a home run, probably in the lineup for the um, Angels, getting the righty, but... I'll just pump plays there, catcher. At first base, then. Uh, Otani obviously ranks out at first base. He's 64. We have Goldschmidt versus Manaya here, uh, 61. Pete Alonzo's over 6K against Josiah Gray. Matt Olson gets hoeing. We talk about power on a guy making his debut. 59. Vladdy gets Clevenger at 57. That's your five first baseman over 5K. Yeah, I mean, Otani's you know, could homer against anybody. Goldschmidt gets a lefty. That's when we've loved to use him. I'm pulling up um, the BVP here. See if he's got anything against Manaya. I think Pete Alonso is just an all-star. Like a one rock. for three with a triple for, uh, for Goldschmidt there. Interesting. Um, Alonso's a rock star, so you could play him. Same thing with Olsen. Hoeing is in trouble. Olsen's kind of struggled lately. So that's something, you know, to note. Clevenger against Vladdy. Dude, I, like, Vladdy is so good. Stole a base on Monday night, even in a night where he, like, struggles offensively. offensively. Let's see what Clevenger is struggling, struggling with lefties, though. Mm, I'd say Goldschmidt and Alonzo probably with Olsen as, like, a close third okay. uh, for me. Uh, you can get to Otani and Vladdy if you want, but I think the other Roddy Telez is has homered in two of the last three games here. Uh, two of the last four, I four. guess. Yeah. Uh, get Spencer Turnbull at forty three hundred dollars. Yep. Uh, this feels like it feels be, like a pretty yeah. good spot there for him. This feels like one of those um, Milwaukee boom games against yeah. Turnbull. Like, yeah, because you can use the lefties. You can use the lefties in that Milwaukee lineup. You know? And and when you talk about like if you want to throw a righty in there, Adames has been historically better against righties. Four home runs. Even this year, 404 Woba against right-handed bat, right-handed arms. Um, yep. But you're right. Lefties have crushed Turnbull. 326 average, 988 OPS, and uh, 420 Woba. This feels this feels awfully good for Milwaukee here. Yep. Uh, some other value plays. Pasquantino's got a double and a run scored here tonight. He's got Nelson. And then on the opposite side of that matchup, two more hits for Paven Smith here. Uh, 3,200 against Singer. Uh, lefty on the righty spot there. So yep. those are the two value first basemen for me. Yep. 100% agree on those guys. Uh, anybody else for you? If you want to play Brandon Bell against Clevenger, if he's in the lineup, it's fine. Sure. Uh, second base position. Uh, Tyro Estrada is your top guy here against Woodford at $5,400. We, we talk about it. We like San Francisco when they're not facing lefties. Uh, Estrada's got power and speed. We're, we're, we're clapping. clapping. What are we clapping? clapping because... Did Rooker just hit his third? 
No, Nico, no, Nico Horner, fifty-one hundred dollars. Oh, I'm so proud. I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of how good he is. I, I heard Howard in the chat the other day. We're not all Nico Horner fan club guys. And then you know what happened, Sean? He homers in Homer. two straight days. Yeah, two Homer. straight days. Two straight days. Yeah. I didn't he, think Nico Horner was going to have more than one homer in a year. He hit bet two back to back. Um, I I saw that from Chad from Howard, and I immediately commented. I was like, no, 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 we're all we're all Nico Horner fan club guys here. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, they I. Fifty one hundred definitely feels like no, a stretch. Crazy. No, 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 it's crazy. It feels crazy, but you know, uh, yeah. Like Kevin Garnett said, John, anything, anything is possible. possible. I'd rather play a stride at fifty four. I'm not playing Nico Horner at fifty one. I I'm just also say, like proud of us, yeah. me, you, and Nico Horner. Estrada yeah. uh, is like one of my favorite players. I I I wish I got him in our auction league. Wasn't able he's to do quite, it. He's quite good. Uh, power, speed, gets a righty, and Woodford, who's trash. I think it comes – It's this is a really good giant spot other than the ballpark. I think what it comes down to with, with Estrada is like, what are you doing at pitcher? Because that would limit, obviously, like, if you use Estrada, like, you're staking claim that Estrada is, like, your, one of your top – Right, but if you're going, if you go like Lauer Canning, you know. Right, right, right. But if you're not, if you're going a Joe Ryan or a Justin Steele or a Nestor Cortez, then I think it's harder to do that. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm not. I love Dario Shada. I'm just saying, I think that's a way to look at like what to do with your roster construction. Hundred percent. Mid tier range. What do you, what do you like in here? Uh, There's not a ton that that pops off this page. Uh, you know, Glover's got the tough matchup against Ryan. Albies gets hoeing, but not the right split side for us when it comes to those matchups here. Uh, Planco against Cortez, not the greatest spot. Um, Jeff McNeil, you know, just the gentleman hitter there that that he is gets Josiah Gray at thirty nine hundred bucks. I don't know. Does anything pop for you here, dude? Planco's been so good since coming back. Another two hits and three RBIs on Monday. Now he has hits in all four games he's played in. Um, runs driven in. Five runs in four games, too. Like, he's been pretty dang good. Hit, hit third on uh, on Monday. Um, so, Polanco, I think, would be the one guy for me. Other than that, like, I like that Geraldo Perdomo has multi-position eligibility now. He has second base. That's hit good. Lead off today against the righty, yeah, so maybe I mean, lead off here against Singer. Could be the same. Um, then it just literally falls off a cliff. Probably would go back to the well on Jordan Diaz for Oakland. Twenty two hundred. He was twenty seven hundred on uh, Monday. Bryce Terang could actually be pretty interesting. Lefty righty matchup. He's been kind of bad. He's striking out a lot. Yeah, six strikeouts the last three games, not counting tonight. Um, so like, if you're playing Brewers, I can get to Terrain. I don't know. Is there anything? Jordan for you? Diaz is probably the guy here because twenty two hundred dollars. Where are you sitting in that lineup? Um, if you're even, you know, obviously, if you're not playing Canning with that, obviously you wouldn't go Diaz against Canning. But just right. pure punt makes sense. But also, again, if we talked about if Perdomo's leading off against Singer, like why not? Why right. not just? Throw them back Agreed. 
Agreed. Um, Arizona's going to be cheap. The only expensive play in Arizona seemingly is just Corbin Carroll now. And he's an expensive. And is, yeah, quotations because he's like forty four hundred dollars. He's right? up forty seven. Nice. Oh, I'm, I'm actually proud of Draft. They're figuring it out. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, he was always closer to 5K than he was anything else. Like, well, that's where he should know, be priced. Uh, a double, a walk, and, like, two runs tonight. So, like, he's... Pretty good Pretty good baseball player. Figuring, yeah, he's a good, he's a good player. Uh, third base, uh, we got Arenado versus Manaya here. We got Riley versus Hoeing. Chapman uh, against Clevenger is your top three here. I don't know why Josh Rojas' 4,900 doesn't, doesn't really belong to be in that category. Uh, Machado's 48, but obviously they get the, the matchup against Steele. Wisdom's 47. Um, I probably want to just play Riley. Not nothing against yeah. Arnado, but I just I just like Riley here on the spot. Yeah, homered on Monday too. Uh, so he had been slumping a little bit. Has been kind of slumping. The, the top three guys are all slumping. Really, Chapman's hitting 229 his last 10. Arnado's hitting 231. Riley's hitting 211, not counting tonight's game. So you could stretch that to Machado too. Like almost yeah, the whole outside of wisdom, yeah. right? Outside of wisdom, it's really just like a position full of guys struggling right now. Cause like Rendon's. You're, you're, you're paying stinks. for the talent that they are, not the talent that they're <laughs> yeah. currently playing. Um yeah, I guess like it's probably Riley. Um, I mean, the hoeing spot is obviously concerning. It a hot day in Atlanta, Georgia, balls flying. Like they scored 11 runs against Edward Cabrera and company on Monday. It's probably him. Obviously, you could play Wisdom for he has six home runs in his last 10 games. Like this guy yeah. is unreal in the power department. And then you're just going down. I I have really liked Brian Anderson against righties this year. Um, I actually liked him quite a bit on Monday night just because their base was such position sure we're kind of there again right where it's like kind of bad again brian anderson multi-position eligibility 302 four home runs and 356 woba against righties not too bad well, seems pretty good pretty pretty good uh, let's see is there any value um i mean if Beatty's back in the lineup yep if right? Beatty's in the lineup 2500 against josiah gray i must have passed him um yeah, if he's in the lineup, for sure. He's Feels been, like he he's, should be, right? Since there's righty on the mound. Yeah, and he's been a little better. Yeah. Hits in three straight. So that's probably it. I'm probably it's probably Beatty if I'm not if you're not spending up somewhere. It's Beatty if you're not spending up. Uh shortstop position. Bichette's at fifty eight, Xander's at fifty five, Adamas, as you mentioned, fifty three, Dancy Swanson's fifty two, Lindor's fifty one. Bobby Witt's 5K. Correa gets a lefty at 48. And then it dumps all the way down under 4K. Volpe up to 3900 bucks. So um, very expensive shortstop position. Yeah, I mean, it's loaded, though. Like, I would get to Bichette in a Toronto stack. Um, Bogarts probably as a one-off I'm okay with. Or if you're using Padres. We mentioned we like a shout-out. I love Willie Adames. Um, I'm going to have a lot of Milwaukee. I'm not pivoting off of Milwaukee from now until the live stream. Can't talk me out of it, John, like you always I'm not gonna do. Try. Um, Adames loves his right-handed pitching, and he loves hitting in Milwaukee because you can apparently see there. Apparently, yeah. you know, can't see, go to Milwaukee. and then you'll... Good good batter's drop, batter's eye there. So. Yeah, maybe, I'm going to go to Milwaukee. Maybe I'll become a 20, have 20-20 vision and be able to play professional baseball. Um, 
Yeah, so Adames, I like. Snell, I don't think much of, but Swanson's struggling. Tough to get there. I think you can get Lindor if you want. You know, he's fine. Better, but I, the lefties, Yeah, I like what Bobby Witt's done of late. He's not having a great game Monday, but he had come into this game very, very, very hot. So I can get to Witt. I, not much love for Correa and Volpe in this next tier. And... Paul DeJong is back. Yeah, it's so yeah, it's so annoying. They they um this is I I said this servo on Monday's live stream teed me up with that question. He's like, Paul DeJong, 2K. I'm like, dude, this is the same song and dance we saw last year. He got called up, he like hit up like three home runs in his first like four games, and then it was like, Oh, Paul DeYoung. And then he was like hitting a hundred twenty days later, and it's like, oh. You're telling me that you didn't expect Paul DeYoung to do this? Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah, um, but he's facing a lefty, so I don't care. I don't. I do not care what who. He, I don't care if he's facing an underhand softball pitcher. Like he's he's not that guy, pal. That's Sorry. right. He actually had no home. For interestingly <laughs> enough, last year. Oh, never mind. That was Nolan Gorman. I was like, why is that weird? Because uh, I clicked on the wrong player, John. That would be <laughs> that would be why uh splits last year lefties uh last year he was just bad last year he was just he was, as, he's as been he bad for so last long he he's been bad for so long he's been bad for a little bit uh let's see bvp versus manaya does not exist so he's never faced manaya either so i you can right, keep trying 2500 i just wanted to mention his name i'm happy that you wanted to mention him um i'm happy if we never do okay where did he hit the other day? Uh, he hit seventh on Monday. Okay. Which and they moved Tommy Edmond to ninth, which doesn't make a bit of sense because Tommy Edmond is was scorching baseballs, scorching dude, the earth. Dude, you tweeted at me about the Tommy day Edmund he had the three for four, the forty-one fantasy points. So. It was that day. Yep, it He's was goated. that day. He's goaded. All right, let's go on over to the outfield position here, James. We got uh quite a few players to talk about we're about halfway through the program here still going to give you our a lineup breakdown at the end of the show and we'll give out some home run calls here as well uh let's talk about this uh top tier of the outfielders man ronald acuna is a psychopath so if you want to play him he has as much upside as any singular player every single night i think if he touches 7k I think that would be the first time ever that a position player was 7K. And I might still pay for it. <laughs> like, well, look he, at this. 374 I, batting average. Dude, good. Yeah. Dude, is 12 stolen bases in your first 22 games good? Yeah. Like, uh, this guy is. I, I've been away for a little bit here, but shout out to DraftKings for finally fixing the OPS. I don't know what day that, yep. that happened, but. Yeah, late last week. It was a yeah. glorious, glorious change. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic not seeing Ronald Acuna with a 200 OPS <laughs> yeah. anymore. It's true. Um, but so yeah, Acuna, seven stolen bases in the last 10 games. Dude, dude, he's. It's like. Yes, this is what we've he's, wanted he's for good. Ronald Acuna. Yeah, this is what we've wanted for Ronald Acuna for his whole career, right? Um, just need to stay healthy. You can get to either angels guy. Can't fault you. If you want to play judge in a tournament, can't fault you. I think Tatis is interesting, but I don't think a priority. Uh, I, to be honest, I know it's like probably contrarian to say, 
I almost would rather play the two Cubs 5K outfielders than the two Padres 5K outfielders. They're priced right next to each other in the same game. Ian Happ has been awesome this year. Um, and Say has been pretty good since being back as well. Yeah. Like, I would probably play the two Cubs. I think they just have a better matchup overall than the two Padres. Um, you know, then yeah, it's I like... Yeah, from Happ lately, too. Three stolen bases the last yeah. time. Yeah, I, 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 he's a good player. I, I, there's a reason why... I thought he was definitely going to be dealt last year at the deadline. I was really hoping the Yankees were going to get him. Instead, we traded Jordan Montgomery for Harrison Bader, but um, <laughs> great trade there. I was really hoping Hap would have been dealt to the Yanks, and then they kept him, and then they signed him to the extension, and you see that it's paying dividends. Um, I don't love the rest of the 5K tier, though. Uh, maybe Springer. Uh, I profiled it on Monday's podcast with Howard. Springer has had the worst batted ball luck he has like a 120 babip his expected woba is like 360 this year just awful luck and wasn't in the lineup monday but clevenger's bad and this game has one of the highest implied totals the blue jays are going to have one of the highest implied totals themselves like i can get to spring nobody ever really plays this toronto team because they're all so expensive so it's hard to stack them you know, and you know what's funny though? We talked about it when we were talking about Estrada. Like, depending on your roster construction, you could probably get Blue Jays pretty comfortably today because you said it. Like, you could go Lauer Canning, or we can go Morton Canning, or some combination of those pitchers and play Blue Jays. And it's like pretty good because Mike Clevenger is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I don't mind Jazz. I know the numbers so far haven't been great, but you guys have. A good amount of stolen bases yeah. over the last 10 games. Um, gets Morton on the mound. We talked about Morton's walks. You know, he's been put, giving a lot of free passes away. Not that Jazz uh, is a guy that tends to walk at all. But, um, you know, if he does find himself on base, he's already got seven stolen bases on the season. Right. Um, you know, and, and has that that power potential there um, also. He's also, uh, again, smaller sample size for BVP, but – Six for 17 in his career versus Charlie Morton there. So, um, you know, I know we're not always the biggest BVP truthers here, but uh, certainly a guy that has done well uh, in the limited at-bats there against Morton in his career. Um, I, I I kind of agree with you. The rest of this is kind of whatever. Um, you know, Selling Marte could get on and steal bags against Josiah Gray, you know, like certainly could be. Uh, if you want to go Mets at 5,200, Taylor Ward's got some power against Miller, who's just throwing flames. Uh, <laughs> Buxton gets the lefty matchup if you're not playing Cortez. Uh, so there are certainly guys in the range that you can make cases for, but I, I largely agree with you on those who you've broken down. Uh, if we're looking under 5K here, we've talked about stacking Milwaukee, but does Christian Yelich make that lineup for you? I mean, I think he's still a big part of what they do. He's just so inconsistent. He's, he, it's so hard, dude, to like assess what Christian Yelich is at this point. Sure. Um, but he has like a handful of like really big games already this year. Three home runs, five stolen bases is pretty good. Gonna lead off against Turnbull who struggled mightily against lefty. So yeah, he's in my player pool. Um, and I would include him in Milwaukee stacks because, again, like you get your Yelich, Adames, 
and Rowdy Telez stack right off the bat, like all three of those guys have home run pop. Two of the three can steal you a base. You know, two of them yeah. can probably double dong. Right. Maybe all three. Like, um, so yeah, I I like Yelich here. He's not, you know, it's obviously hard to pay forty nine hundred for him, but if you're playing Brewers, I, I'm definitely in. We haven't talked a lot about the White Sox here, but we know that Barrios is a guy that we've liked to target. Um, Lewis Robert is forty nine hundred dollars. Um, generally it feels like their outfield is where their offense comes yep. from. So you have Eloy, you have Robert, you have Benintendi mixed in there. I mean, uh, how are you feeling about this White Sox matchup against Barrios? I just don't like the White Sox lineup, truthfully. Like I, I know I, Tim Anderson coming back soon, you know, but soon. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like I think more was expected out of Oscar Colas and, Eli was banged up and Robert's in a terrible slump and Benintendi just is what he is. There's just no power, barely any speed. Like he's just a contact guy. Yeah. I like the White Sox, what they did on Monday, leading Luis Robert off, maybe get him jump started. Uh, but Barrios has been just awful against lefties. And when you look at the White Sox lineup, where is that coming from? Benintendi, no power. Grandal yeah. is fine, right? Like Colas has done nothing to like warrant us to not play Barrios. Like I might even I'd be more I might be more prone to use Barrios today than you guys against him. I know like it's not the best. Spot. I mean he's got, coming off two good starts against Santa yeah. Bay in Houston. So eighty one hundred a pretty good price tag. Pitch count very weird though. 71, 77, 77 the last three and again two of the last three starts he actually pitched pretty well. Yeah a lot of ground balls it's good to see right um mm-hmm. Because as soon as he starts giving up the the power, like the fly ball is like the ball is leaving the yard. So like, why is he getting pulled seven innings, two earned at seventy seven pitches? Maybe that's Toronto's just trusting their bullpen. Maybe. Um, it didn't work out because they lost. There was a, so there was a knee issue um, coming into the season. Okay, reportedly uh, he had a comebacker off. Yandy Diaz hit a comebacker. No, I guess that was in the. Tampa Bay start. He took a comebacker off the knee and left. So I don't know. I can't. I can't talk to the the other the other starts. Yeah, kind of weird. But but full circle back to the your question. Like, not for me. I, I like I like Luis Robert a lot. I just not a lot of faith in this White Sox offense. Right now. Okay. Uh, we're, we're we're okay paying forty seven hundred for Corbin Carroll. We think he's Absolutely. a five player. So yeah. yeah. Um, certainly in on that. Uh, I don't mind Jock Jan- uh, Jock Peterson against Woodford. I'm not a big Woodford fan. Yeah, uh, Giants Var- are interesting. Giants are interesting in this one. Yeah, yeah. Varsho hit a bomb the other day against. He's got Clevenger here at 44. Uh, Nimmo has been an on-base machine. Um, I'm I'm perfectly fine. He sure has. I, I wish he would steal a little bit more, but you know, dude, three didn't we look three stolen bases already matched last year's? I know, right? I know. I just so, wish that he was going a little bit more than he yeah. is. Um, because he's getting on base, he's scoring runs. Eight runs scored yep. the last ten games. Eight RBIs, two homers. So, um, certainly, certainly good with Nimmo there uh, at forty three hundred dollars. Uh, Hanager activated off of the IL. Yep. He's talking about uh, matchups there for the Giants being a little bit interested. He's forty two hundred dollars. Conforto lefty versus Woodford four K. So, uh, yeah, maybe we're maybe we're talking harder about this Giants, Giants. team here against Woodford. Yeah, I I think both of those guys are in play. Um, 
probably Conforto more so for me. I'm okay getting to Hanniger as well. Both like I mean Conforto also like kind of coming back from an injury recently too. Um, three sixty six Woba against left or against righties already this year. <laughs> Dude, Jake Woodford. You're right. You're right. Jake Science. Woodford this year. Yeah. Oof. Righties hitting 313. Lefties hitting 362. Righties 1000 almost 1100 OPS. Righty or lefties 1000 OPS. Righties 448 woba. Lefties 431 woba. He's not he's he's terrible. That's bad. Uh yeah. now I wish this was a slightly better ballpark. Right. But that will absolutely depress the Giants roster ship if you want to be contrarian there. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, of the Giants here, uh, and and those numbers just sort of like solidify that you know your scrumpsies, thirty seven hundred bucks, you know, like kind of kind of just fit fit into a lot of builds here, and all those guys have like enough power that they could homer, right? There's oftentimes yeah. we'll go through a lineup where it's like, yeah, like this player is fine, but like he's not going to homer. You need him to get on and score a couple times or get a double, a couple RBIs. Yaz, Conforto, Hanneker could all homer. You know, like those are um, definitely definitely some value there uh, when it comes to building there in, the, in those spots. Uh, what other guys are you looking at in this uh, 35, 36, 700 range? Um, I like Dylan Carlson against a lefty if he cracks the lineup. Um, he only hits lefties well. I will not even consider using him in other scenarios. Um, Yastrzemski's fine, 37. He's looked a little better at the dish lately. Uh, hits in four or five. He's been fine. Um, going down, I mentioned Brian Anderson. You can also play him in the outfield. I like that. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if there's anything like else that I really love. Um, yeah. Like. I wish Jesse Winker was better, but he's just not a he doesn't get to play in Great American Ballpark anymore. Look at all these I mean, Reds, look at all these Reds, ex Reds just getting their power sapped out yeah. of them. Well, you know what's you know what's funny is like we talk about how like small sample sizes and how quickly like numbers change. You know, like last week Winker was hitting over 300, and then he gets into a five game stretch where he goes two for what am I looking at here? Uh two for eighteen, and now he's hitting two twenty-nine. Right. You know, uh, he should play though. Now that Garrett Mitchell's, yeah, out, he is a he is a lefty here. He, he was hitting sort of like six or seven, so I don't hate it. Um, I think Milwaukee is a better hitter environment than he had in Seattle. So sure. uh, fine there. Jordan Walker's thirty four, dude. Eloy Man is all the way down to thirty three hundred bucks. Yeah, I get it. Crazy, but like, I mean, man has a six game hitting streak going. Yep. So. I don't know. He's at homers in two of his last three. The Eloy's on a thirty-three hundred player. That's. Yep. I get. I get what you're saying. I understand it. And, and Barrios certainly maybe is appealing as a pitcher given his last two outings. But I don't know. Eloy Jimenez is not is not this. So. I'm not. I'm not like sitting here saying that I think Barrios is gonna like shut them down by any means. I, I think Barrios is probably gonna get in some spots. Eli could be the spot that he gets into that gives him the most trouble. You know, right. like I wouldn't be surprised. I just don't think you're getting to their bottom of the lineup. Like let's see the bottom of their, they scored two runs on Monday. The bottom of their lineup was their lineup. This was their lineup in general. 
and and I this is what Servo and I talked about on the live stream. Luis Robert, Andrew Benintendi, Andrew Vaughn, Jimenez, Grandal, right? That's their top five. Pretty decent, but nothing. I, I think that we're like Andrew Vaughn is better against lefties, hitting third against a righty. Yeah. Then you get after Grandal, Berger hitting six, Colas seventh, Andrus eighth, Sosa ninth. Like that is a terrible back half of your like of your yep. lineup. Terrible. So like, as much as I think Eloy can do damage hitting fourth, he has no protection behind him, and just the lineup. The White Sox are in shambles. The lineups in shambles. They're just they're just a bad team. Uh, sure. Seven and sixteen on the year. I think Eloy is a great price, and you could play him in tournaments as a one off. Just not confident that like anybody else in the lineup can do anything other than him or Luis Robert on a nightly. That's fair. Um let's get a little bit lower. Uh Rooker has Homer twice. Yep. Uh do you like him better against a lefty though in Suarez than we would canning here? Probably, yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh Oliveira is Homer tonight, thirty one hundred bucks for him. Um if he is hitting second he I think he hit second because the lefty was on the mound. So we'll see, but also they didn't have Melendez. So if MJ Melendez comes back, I don't even know if Oliveris will be in the lineup. Okay. I, I assume he would be, but uh, probably not hitting second. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I, I always recommend playing Hilliard. Yep. Uh, over twice tonight, he hits eighth or ninth. Pull a base too, John, just to make you feel a little better. He's still yeah. the as well. Uh, I like the guy. A lot of power. Powers carried over from cores, uh, which sometimes doesn't always happen here. Um, yeah, he's he's venturing to be my favorite under 3K lineup play. Um, scrolling down here a bit. Anybody jumping off the page for you? Rosario Homer tonight. He's 2300 yeah. bucks. Uh, the, the whole entire Braves bottom half of the lineup <laughs> dominated, huh? Oh, uh, they went 11, they won 11 nothing, and Ronald Acuna was. 0 for 4 with a walk. Yeah. Shout out to Acuna for taking one for the team. He felt bad for them. There's not really much out, out here no, again. There's not. There's um not. you know, I don't know if Owen Miller would play again with a righty on the mound versus you know, we played tonight, hit six versus a lefty, but he's two K again. Um he he might. I would assume uh, like I don't know M- Miller or Weimer. They're both like the same. They might start Perkins, who is a switch hitter. Um, he started the other day. They called him up. He's like twenty six years old, career minor leaguer. Maybe Perkins cracks the lineup. Sure. Um, but like, probably don't need to go there. But we'll see. We'll we'll see the Brewers lineup because we love the Brewers in this spot. Yep, I'm with you there, uh, James. Before we build our lineup here, why don't we give a little bit of a, a home run call? Uh, for the day, um, I'll go Willie Adamas for the home run. Ooh, you know, that, that I mean, that is a man of confidence speak there because generally, uh, James, you kind of him and ha a little bit. You're know, like, oh, I don't know, John, you go. Well, I mean, I've been the Brewers, Brewers have been on the well, Brewers have been tip of the tip of this podcast the entire night, like it's. It just is what it is. Like they are poised to have a big game against Spencer Turnbull. Spencer Turnbull struggles against both sides of the plate. Willie Dames hits righties. Big favorites. I love everything about the Brewers. 
pitching, they're hitting. You know, but we've like we said, John, we have said this ad nauseum to start this year here on the Better Sports Network and FAS Alarm. They are the biggest boomer bust team in the league when it comes to DFS. Like they might score zero runs, they might score twenty-five runs. We'll check back with us on Monday's live stream or on a Tuesday's podcast. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jock Peterson. Everybody, get up! It's time yeah, to dance now. There. Oh no, that wasn't. Uh, what is? I don't want a place to stay. Get no. Nah, I'm looking for. What Jock Jam song? Are like, you in Jock Jams right now? I, I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to break out like the whole album, but like, I, that's all I got. I got like two songs, you know. Uh, I, yeah, I was I was trying to see how far out you were gonna just go down the like, you know, now 100 playlists or you know whatever we have. I was just hitting. There, there is probably now 100. I wonder when they now franchise like finally asked was asked to stop. Right, yeah. them and Kids Bop were probably asked at the same time. Like, hey guys. Yeah, we, we we've had enough. We've had enough of, of these lineups. Here. Now we're kind of dating ourselves here, James. You know, sure. the audience wasn't already sure. You know where where we were age wise. Oh, I mean, they. I mean, yeah. for the listeners that tune in every day, they've heard the dad jokes on the That's on the daily. Like they, they, you know, it's been it's been a brutal. It's been yeah. it's been a brutal brutal battle out here, John. Uh, James, before we get to uh, building our MLB DFS lineups here. Uh, everybody's got to know that the NFL draft week is here. Uh, you can learn about top rookies and follow all the stories on the better sports network. Listen every day for rookie profiles, rankings, NFL team needs, mock drafts, and more plus the best odds and strategies to bet on the NFL draft as well. Uh, be sure to join us for our live coverage Thursday and Friday night. I'll be on the shows both Thursday and Friday in various formats there. So you got to tune in on the better sports network app and bettersports.com. Uh, streaming across all better sports and fantasy alarm uh, sh- social platforms there as well. It's going to be a monster wall-to-wall coverage for Thursday and Friday, breaking down all the picks, giving you our bets, the instant fantasy analysis, and everything that you would want in between there. Uh, plus, you can also see on the screen right now using promo code NFL Draft at fantasyalarm.com. That saves you 20% off the annual subscription package. So we have the month-to-month package. You see that promo code down below there. You can use promo code MLB50 for 50% off the first six months. Uh, But the best deal you can get right now is buying the annual package uh, for 20% off there using promo code NFL draft. Uh, You can go facelong.com slash all pro uh, there for that one. So uh, that's what we got going on here at fantasy alarm and across the better sports network, NFL draft week, NFL season, fantasy football. It's wild that it's already here, but it is. Uh, But James, let's get back to uh, what the people tuning in are looking for. Build a little bit of an MLB DFS lineup here. I have a feeling I know where we're going to be going when it comes to some of the hitters based off your home run call. Uh, we're, we're, we're kind of feeling Brewers. We're kind of feeling Giants. Uh, let's see how we can put the pieces of the puzzle together today. Pitching-wise, if we're picking that AK starter, are we going Lauer or are we going Morton here? I started building. I just built with our two home run calls, and I built Lauer Canning. That was how I started. I think. Um, we could toy with the idea of going both Lauer Morton, I think, okay. but like Lauer Morton gives us 4k a play. So that the only problem is Adames is 53 and Jock is 45. So we definitely need to find like a clear cut value. And I don't baby, maybe we're, we definitely have spend downs a catcher. 
That's yeah. for sure. We have Jan Gomes, 29, Gabriel Moreno, 26. I think those two are probably the two that we wanted, right? Like those were the two catchers we honed in on. Uh, Moreno for $300 more or $300 less seems pretty good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm comfortable with, with, with Moreno there for sure. Um, let's see here. So Moreno... So I plugged in just to see where we're at. Lauer Morton with Moreno, Beatty Adamas Peterson. It's forty four hundred a player. Um, we we certainly had uh, some guys in that range. Whether we wanted to go Rowdy Telez here at first base, uh, Paven Smith was thirty two. I like both uh, those Telez names. was forty three. Yeah, I like both. Telez at forty three feels very cheap. Yeah, um, good, good power potential there. Paven Smith's been getting on base. He but has been. Telez has the, the better power numbers here. Um, um, I think I think I have a spend down in the outfield for us, Brian Anderson. If we wanted to go, Brian Anderson. I, I mean, that's just a if we wanted to. Um, yeah, so that that works. So this is what I got. I got with a forty five hundred dollar outfielder remaining. Uh, I have in place here Eric Lauer, Charlie Morton, Gabriel Moreno, Rowdy Telez, Dairo Estrada. Brett Beatty, Willie Adamas, Jock Peterson, Brian Anderson. So that gives us three Milwaukee, gives us two uh, Giants with a $4,500 outfielder in play. Um, You know, whether we wanted to do a one-off with Varsho, Nimmo's got Gray. We also have Hanniger and Ford here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, you love the Giants, right? I love. Well, I mean, we we all should all love the Giants going up against Woodford here, right? Agreed, agreed. No, I'm just saying, like, I think – we're both getting exactly kind of what we want with two rookie one-offs, which yeah, is great. Yeah, Beatty and Marino, right? Which yeah. is great. I, I like I like the idea of getting any one of those Giants outfielders because we have a boatload of them as options. Um, I also love Dalton Varsho. So, like, you can't, you know, I know he's, he really struggled in a spot I thought he was going to thrive in on Monday. Um he had an offer and his his profile against uh Lance Lynn was perfect. I'm okay going any one of them. I think Conforto hasn't looked great since returning from the injury. He did yeah, look I would very call Yaz here over the group. Okay. We're gonna have some salary. So let's uh Yeah, we got, we got eight hundred. So this is good though, right? We build our lineup and now we say, okay, we have eight hundred dollars left over. You know, what do we want to do? Yeah, you know, with this money, we like Laura and Morton. But to your point, if we wanted to go Griffin Canning, we can then spend 11, up eight. At, that gets you, Joe third. Ryan. Well, also, if we, well, if we wanted to go Canning Morton or Canning or Canning Lauer, rather, then we have extra money to even get like spend up on a third baseman or so. So here, so here's a here's maybe a play. You let me know what you think. Um, I just went down from Roddy Teles to Paven Smith. Okay. Yeah. And that let me get Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan. Do you like I like Paven Smith here against Brady Singer? Let's Brady Singer's been awful. It, so I, a, I know it's that it's a six seven stack for Moreno Paven Smith. They hit right next to each other, too. Um, I'm not saying it's gotta happen. Uh, I was just saying it's doable to get a double spend up. You also like Nestor Cortez, I feel like, a little bit more than Joe Ryan. 
If I, I was... just liked the mid tier better than the necessary. Like I felt better about la- the lower Morton range. Like didn't feel like we needed to go up and spend up. At, at no, I, I agree with you. Um, if we kept Paven Smith in there, we'd have nineteen hundred bucks left over. Um, you know that could help us get uh, in Ian Hap, Hap or, or or something like that. It doesn't really move the needle per se. Um, you, you can get Corbin Carroll and, and now you're stacking three guys, but there's not really a ton of lineup continuity with Moreno Smith and Carroll there. So um, kind of pushing us back into uh, Telez and an outfielder. Um, we could also go up and try to get a top price out uh, top price first baseman too. I mean, we, we are not, we have no St. Louis here against uh, Manaya. So. Yeah. Um, I think this more again speaks to the fact why you mentioned right before you and I went on air. Uh, largely you and I love playing single entries, but the way some of these matchups are with MLB DFS this year, uh, playing a three max, throwing a couple of entries in, in these tournaments here and getting you that line of exposure certainly helps out when you find you have a lot of guys, uh, in spots that, that you like. Well, do um, how about this? Try this, keep Rowdy at first, yep, and do. Go down from Morton to Canning. Okay. Then we have $3,000 left. We, we can, can play, literally can afford... Well, we any can third play baseman any third that. baseman, or if we kept Beatty, we can literally go get Ronald Acuna against the guy who's making his debut at 26 years old. Would you rather Riley at 54 or Acuna? Probably. I, I mean, there's probably no wrong answer. That's a very hard... Who are we? Uh, yeah, Shrimp. Go from. Well, I was thinking either one. I mean, either one of those guys work. They, you can uh, actually Acuna sixty six. So you would have to go from Yastrzemski to. Um, or we go for Lauer to Morton. Lauer to Morton. You prefer Lauer than than Morton, I right? I feel. I feel like Lauer is the better play. I feel better about Lauer as well. Um. I feel better about Lauer for yeah. sure. So we go. We'll go Yastrem. Go back to Anderson and then go Acuna Yastremski or Acuna Anderson. Yeah. So that so gives us a hundred bucks left over there with Griffin Canning, Eric Lauer is our starting pitching. Gabriel Moreno, uh, Rowdy Telez, Tyra Strider, Brett Beatty, Willie Adamas, Jock Peterson, Ronald Acuna, and uh, Brian Anderson. That gives us a three man stack for Milwaukee. We got a two man stack: Peterson and Strider for San Francisco. One also Ronald Acuna, Brett Beatty, uh, and Gabriel Moreno there closing out our nine-game slate for the lineup. Uh, Howard Bender, again, is on the playbook. James and I will always be in the Discord there uh, helping you guys out, answering your questions, getting you ready for the slate up until roster lock there. If you have any questions, find us there. Follow us on Twitter if you're not already doing so, as well as your handles there uh, at the real underscore real grande, uh, at jampemba777 for myself here. Uh, for James and I, we'll be back for the live stream on 5 o'clock Eastern here on Tuesday to give you all the latest news. For now, though, we'll catch you guys later. Good luck.